0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm Amanda. And tonight we're going to be talking about herbal versus Western medicine, the pros and cons to them, how you can use them together, um, when to definitely seek medical intervention, um, and kind of all the things surrounding, it, surrounding that. And that has become like a big thing lately with people saying, okay, well, I don't want to do this. What is the herbal care for it i don't want all of these poisons in my body blah 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 so we're going to talk about how how to make a decision where to go um things you need to look out for if you're going to do herbal stuff that type of thing and then how to use western medicine um to as an aid or as a companion to all of this so we have to take a quick break of course and we will be right back you're listening to what up which is on bfam 109.6 and welcome back to what up which is on bfam 109.6 i'm amanda and tonight we are talking about herbal versus western medicine so backstory well two of them actually so one is i um recently had someone come to me and they thought that whatever was going on was magic related because all of a sudden their health just kind of took a, a downturn um and spiraled and so <clears throat> when I got to to them there was like no bad energy nothing like Calm, peaceful, just no signs of anything. And so I started asking questions um, because on top of, you know, my whole magic thing, I am actually a health major. So I started asking the questions. um, And the diagnosis that that they told me they had been given didn't match anything that was going on with them. And so I kind of mentioned that and they said, well, it's funny. The doctor said the same thing. They said, you know, honestly, I should have been completely immobile by now. And um, I don't fit any of the other normal um, factor, you know, symptoms and everything that people who who have been diagnosed with this normally have. And so we kept going and kept going. And it did not take me long at all to realize that I think this person has been diagnosed. And so, of course, disclaimer, same disclaimer I'm about to give tonight. No, I am not a doctor. okay? Um, but I am still a health professional and um, public health professional. And so we're still taught to look out for things and tell people when they should go, like go seek help. So I asked, when was the last time they had been to like a primary care physician? And the answer was they had not been. Since all this happened, they had only been going to see the specialist. All right. So here's the sucky thing about Western medicine. Western medicine is based is not based on staying well. It's based on you being sick. And so if you're not sick, they don't get paid. Right. So when you go see a specialist, so you're, you go to your primary care physician and they say, hey, this is beyond my scope of practice. You should see a professional a specialist. So when you go see the specialist, the specialist only keeps you as a patient if you fall under their specialty. And so in this case, unfortunately, the specialist decided that they were going to continue treating them. Um, and continued to test them yearly for this thing, and and never once said, You know what? I don't think your problem falls under my scope. You should see another specialist. And so this poor person has been going to the specialist for, I wanna think it was somewhere between 12 and 15 years now. Um, and other than a bunch of painful tests, um, no progress has been made. Everything keeps getting progressively worse. Um, it did not take me long to look and see that there's clearly some type of circulation issue. So I told them that what they needed to do that um, because they, they're not on a lot of medicines either. They were taking basically herbs, lots of herbs. Um, I'm still working to, to comb through all the herbs. And I'll, I'll tell you the, that part of the downside to herbs here in a second. Um, but I think it was maybe three actual pharmaceuticals, um, Western medicines that they were taking. Um, and so I told him, I said, my suggestion is that you go back to your primary care physician and you ask them to do a complete blood work, um, to check all of your numbers and everything. Uh, as well as to send you to a specific specialist. And I told them what I thought the specialist they needed to be referred out to would be and how um, and why I thought that. And they were like, that makes so much more sense. Um, I said, but if they can't find anything, then go back to your primary care physician and kind of go through the steps with them and see what else they can come up with. Because primary care physicians are great if you have like the normal things going on. Right. But when something else happens outside of their scope or deeper than their scope of practice, then their job is to figure out who it falls under and then send you to that person. And if everything worked perfectly, they would send you to this person and this person would say, okay, yes, you do fall under my scope of practice. This is what's going on. Or they would say, no, you know what? Nothing fits here. Let's try another specialist. Um, And that would kind of keep going until they figured it out. But unfortunately, Because you know, money, right? Um, they will keep you coming back, right? Specialists are good about that before you leave a specialist. They will make sure that next appointment is set, they will, you know, and if you keep falling in that, you never make it back to your primary care physician unless you remember, hey, you know what, it's been about a year since I've been, I need to go back, or unless you get um sick. And if you're not, if you're a person who doesn't get sick often, like your normal colds, flus, whatever. You may not make it back to the primary care physician on a regular basis. Uh, So especially like with everything that's going on, uh, doctor's offices weren't taking patients. They were trying to figure out what was going on with everything. And everyone was scared to go to the doctor's office. I realized um, back in, I don't think it was May, May or June um, that my children were behind on their vaccinations. And I was like how did this happen and i had to think back okay the last time they went to the doctor was in 2019 2020 we avoided doctors nothing was if nothing was wrong we did not go we could avoid it right so and that's how most people um did and how most people are still doing if there's nothing wrong they're they're still avoiding it and so it's leaving a lot of things that may have been caught um early on it's allowing them to linger a little bit longer um i've read a article not too long ago where that was happening with cancer diagnosis where people would have normally gotten their annuals and something would have been caught earlier caught earlier they've now gone you know depending on when they had their last physical 2018 or whether it was the beginning of 2019 or whatever they've now gone a year two years without seeing their doctor and so things have progressed further than they would have ordinarily had they been going on their regular schedule but i mean what's normal for a pandemic, right? So I'm on one of my herbal field medicine sites um, because I do a lot of foraging and that type of thing. I grew up um, learning what herbs in our on our 12 acres were safe to eat, use for medicine, use for, you know, whatever. And so I do a lot of foraging and I like being in groups with other people because I'm from the South. The herbs and everything that I have access to here and that I am familiar with here in the South do not necessarily grow in the Northeast, in the Northwest, in the Southwest, in the Plains. It's different. And let me say this, if you work with herbs or you're into foraging or into field medicine, herbal field medicine, um, please get to know the plants and everything outside of your area. Because a lot of people get in those groups and they get there because if something happens, if shit hits the fan, I need to know what I can eat, what I can use for medicine and this type of thing. But there's a good chance you may have to move from your location. So if you are on the move, you also need to be able to know what is safe to consume or use and what is not. And so the only way to do that is to get in these groups with people from all over that everyone kind of pitches in and offers their information and what they do for this and what they do for that. Anyway, so I was in one of the groups and this young lady posted um, a picture of her mother, um, not her mother, but a a wound that her mother had. Um, And she was like, I really, really, really think my mom needs to go to the emergency room. I think this is cellulitis or something poisonous. It is getting worse and it is getting larger, not better. Um, what do you guys think? Is there anything we can do herbally? Um, unfortunately, this young lady was a couple of hours away from her mother. So we keep this in mind. And she's like, I'm begging and pleading with her to go to an urgent care or something like that. And she's refusing to go. She only wants to do like an herbal um, remedy. And so literally everyone chimed in and said, no, she needs to go. She needs to go. This looks like this. She needs to go. Um, And I chimed in and said the same thing because I had a similar incident um, and wound up having to have a minor um, in office procedure done because it, while it was a insect um, bite or sting or whatever, um, it, had some kind of anaerobic bacteria that ate literally down to the bone. Um, and so what normally would have helped was not helping. It was getting worse. And so by the, when I went to my doctor, might have been a week because this was during COVID. And so, of course, I did not want to, I'd already been through that bad, did not want to go to my doctor's office. So we did the whole phone visit and they're like, nope, nope, you need to come in. I go in and they're like, yeah, so we're going to do this now. <laughs> um, and antibiotics and all that. Okay, fine. Um, but I get it not wanting to go in. And you know, my natural um reaction whenever something happens is what herb, what tea, what whatever, what um home remedy, because it's not always herbs, sometimes it's just an old fashioned home remedy um that works, that um can I do to take care of this so I don't have to go to the doctor's office. Now I am lucky. I am lucky because Um, I found a doctor over my son, 17. So over 15 years ago that is also into natural medicine while he is an MD. Um, he believes in, yes, you get all the tests done, right? Something's wrong. So you get the test done because the tests tell you what's going on. It gives you the overall picture. So blood work scans, whatever. And then once you actually know what's going on, you actually know, not a guess, what's going on, um, then you can proceed to take care of it. Now, sometimes it can be taken care of with just some type of herbal whatever. Yeah, that's possible. Sometimes it needs to be put in check really quickly with Western medicine and then maintained with herbal medicine, okay? And then sometimes there are things where it's like, OK, this is so important or so urgent that we need to just stick with Western medicine, get it taken care of. And then once that part is done, then you can switch over to whatever care regimen you want. Um, as long as we can continue to monitor or whatever the case may be. So it's great having a doctor that believes in the same things you do and understands and will work with you. Um, and make suggestions and that type of thing, but it's also nice to have a doctor says this is who can say this is not an herbal situation. This is what you need to do, okay? Um, and so I will say if you are into um, more natural med- medicine, herbs that type of thing, and um, you cannot have that kind of conversation with your doctor, you can't just flat out say yeah, so. What's the more natural approach that we can take? Is this one of these things? You know, if you can't have that conversation and them and actually trust their answer, um, find a new doctor. There are plenty of them out there. Uh, I do uh, see both. Of course, my primary care physician. I work with herbs myself. I also don't limit myself to just the herbal medicine that I know here in the southeast. Um, I have no problem with going to um, Asian herbalists as well. Their approach is a little bit different and the herbs are a lot different, but sometimes the results are the same. Sometimes the results are even better um, than some of the ones here in the South. Just because it is new or different does not mean that it is Wrong, it guess, means that you need to be open-minded and get a complete understanding of what it what it is. So we have a um, herbalist here. Uh, she's from Taiwan, I believe, and she's absolutely awesome. And so, there are sometimes I will go to her and be like, "So, this is what's going on, and this is what I've been doing with this. What is the what is the answer? The Asian answer? What is the herbs there? And we'll kind of compare, and I can take them and look at them and look them up." And see how they compare to, you know, what's available here and what's kind of the I don't want to say the equivalent, but what will do sort of the same thing. okay? because. I'm a firm believer that in every region, every country, there is something similar or that has a similar use or effect uh, that can be used as a substitute when what you need or want is not available. Okay, so don't be afraid to step out of the box. Now, let's talk about what is the difference here, right? Herbal Western medicine. Hopefully you know this, but if not, I'm still going to break it down for you, right? So herbal medicine, herbs, plants, your natural things that are growing outside. Uh, But here's the thing about herbal medicine. Yes, they're all natural, right? But all natural does not mean necessarily completely safe it doesn't mean that it cannot be dangerous in the wrong amounts the wrong quantities the wrong part of the plant like there are some plants where you the whole part of it is not edible so these are important things to know so the idea of oh well it's natural so it's got to be good for you no it doesn't you know what else is natural poison ivy is natural hemlock is natural belladonna is natural does not mean that these things cannot hurt you in large or wrong quantities, okay? So just because it's natural does not mean it's safe. Another problem with herbal medicines and vitamins um, is that there is very little, if any, regulation on um, how much of, how potent something is, right? So each plant, has the same um, chemicals, right? But it does not necessarily have the same quantities or amounts. So it's like saying that everything provides the exact same amount of nutrients. No, this tomato may have been more nutritious than this one just because of the way it grew or what it had access to or the vitamins and minerals that it had access to when it was growing. So they're not all equal. So when it comes to herbs, you want to make sure two things: that one, you're getting it from a reputable company that does really a really good job of making sure quality control is maintained, and that things aren't being mixed in um, or cut down. Um, that if it is mixed with something, that they're kind of testing so many bat every so many batches to kind of make sure that the um, amount of things that they are saying is in it is actually in it that is a big problem that is um so the person that i was talking about earlier that i'm working with now and working on looking up all these herbs that she had she probably had a good 30 30 40 herbs um that she was taking and um they're all from different companies so i can't just say oh well, this herb is this. So it's providing this, this, and this. Now, I literally have to go, I, I had to take pictures of every bottle in the companies. And then I have to go to each company and pull up the information that they will give you. And some choo- choose to claim proprietary um, secrets. And so they don't list everything that's in it. So it becomes difficult because what you don't want to do is when you're suggesting someone change something um, or add another herb to it, or maybe try this or whatever. You don't want them getting too much of something that might make them sick. You don't want them not getting enough of something when it comes to like vitamins and minerals. You have to be really, really careful about that. Um, When I was working um, in personal training and we did um, supplements was a big thing. And this gentleman would come in and say he was having like these reactions from the different things and i was like well what are you taking he brings it all in and i'm like yeah so you probably don't want to mix this manufacturer with this manufacturer because these things are very close and i believe you're just getting too much of this this and this stick to the same brand or switch this out for this he did no more problems so again just because it's natural does not mean it is perfectly safe all right so we need to take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about um a little bit more about herbs and then um the pros and cons to western medicine as well so you're listening to what up Witches on bfam 109.6 hey everyone welcome back to what up Witches on bfam 109.6 this segment uh well the last segment was brought to you by um opal Sanctum and emporium.com where you can find all of your must-have tools decorations accessories to make your space a little bit more magical This segment is going to be brought to you by BigCheeseBotanica.com. It's a great source for candles, incense, herbs, um, and other ingredients to make all of that magic happen. So um, I was just talking about like blending all these herbs. And um, so you have to be careful like where you're getting them from because they're not all the same. Also be careful of the names because there are different... um, types of the same thing, right? But they may be slightly different in what they do and affect in that type of thing. So you wanna make sure you're actually ordering what you think you're ordering. Um, Also, as everyone knows, it is very, very common for people to be allergic to natural stuff, right? To herbs, to spices. Um, And so when I am suggesting herbs or making like a bath for someone, or a tea for someone, I always ask, what are you allergic to? And I don't care if it's food related or, um, or something synthetic or whatever. Tell me what it is. Because if there is any chance that something like this could trigger that allergy, I want to be very, very careful about that. And I don't want you to like jump into a spiritual bath and come out with a whole, um, completely covered in hives because you were allergic to something of course unfortunately some people um some practitioners would take advantage of that and say oh well that's just the bad energy coming off or that is you know something's after you we have to try something else now no they just didn't ask you what you were allergic to before they made that for you and now you're having an allergic reaction all you need now is some benadryl okay so it happens a lot. I've heard of that happening a lot. I'm like, oh my God, nope. They were just allergic to that. You can't put that in. A lot of people allergic to that. But those are the games people play, right? So Western medicine. Western medicine has some of the same pros and cons as herbal medicine. Um, You don't have the problem with with what is it because it's regulated. So whatever the active ingredient is, okay? Notice I said the active ingredient of what you're taking is that has to be what is stated as so whether you are buying the generic brand or the name brand or what name brand doesn't matter it the key active ingredient has to be what it says it is in the amount it says it is that is why generics normally work just as well as um the brand however what they don't have to make sure is the same is the additives, the additional ingredients that they use to make it all stick together and absorb in your body. These things don't have to be the same and they normally aren't the way they make it is they say, okay, well, it has to have this key ingredient, this amount of this key ingredient in here, but I have to use different fillers or different supplemental ingredients in order to not infringe on their copyright. So To not infringe on their copyright, they have changed what it is. So my cousin, the first time I heard of this, I was maybe like 10 or 11. And my cousin asked someone to go to the store and get her something. I can't even remember what it is right now, but it's like 30 years ago. But the person came back with the generic version. And she took it and she had a bad reaction to it. And so when she went to her doctor to find out why, why it turned out, it had something in it that she was known to be allergic to, but she did not realize that that was a filler ingredient in this particular um, pill. And so after that, she became very um, made sure she read all the labels and everything. And that even at a young age taught me the lesson that just because it is the same thing does not mean you aren't going to necessarily be allergic to um. Whatever it is, or whatever the other ingredients are, even if the main ingredient is exactly what you needed. So you have that part of it. Also, the thing with Western medicine is I'm sure you all have heard the commercials, right? You're up in the middle of the night and they say, Oh, we have this medication for this. But once it solves this, you may experience la 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 whatever the last thing they say is, it's like, really, what? Um, why would I want to get all of this in exchange for getting rid of this one thing? I'll just keep the one thing, right? That's what most of us think. But apparently there are some people where the thing might be so bad that they decide to do this. But a lot of times with Western medicine, the one thing causes a problem with the other thing. We see this a lot with, um, with high blood pressure medication. So there's kind of this whole round, merry-go-round type cycle with high blood blood pressure medication. Um, And after taking for so long, then it can lead to um, problems with diabetes. So then you're on the diabetes medication, which has the high blood pressure. And you're just kind of going on this around the world tour, like constantly um, between the two things. And so a lot of medications are like that. You fix one thing or you at least get one thing managed. Um, just to have something else come up, and by the time you're, you know, you get to the end of it, you're taking, you know, twenty, thirty pills a day, pharmaceuticals a day, okay. Um, and nobody wants to live like that, right? No one wants to carry around like a whole case of medication and have to take them three, four, five times a day, and remember what you took, and you have to have a whole pill organizer, alarm set to go off at certain times so you can remember to take these things, because if not. This happens and you have to remember to eat with this, but don't eat with this and eat this far in advance with this one. But behind this one and basically your whole um, life becomes this kind of song and dance between your medications and your food and so on and so forth. So while Western medications are are great for acute situations. And are great for some, great for some things, for maintenance things. Um, they're not great for everything, right? By all means, if you have diabetes or you're born with diabetes, yeah, you need your meds. If you have asthma and you can't breathe, yes, you need these things, right? Insulin, you need these things. These are things that we're not going to um, necessarily try to find an herbal remedy for. Keep the emergency inhaler on you. Keep your insulin on you. Now, does that mean don't eat better? Don't try you know, things to help your respiratory system, that type of thing. No, that's not what that means. Do those things. But don't think you can do those things only. Um, We lost a member of the community a couple of years ago simply because she ran out of asthma medication. Um, And no one got to her in time. And that is something that, I guess, to me, shouldn't happen, right? So, yes, there are places for Western medicine. Antibiotics, viruses, um, those things, like, they were made to help bigger problems. Not to, for you to stay on them forever, but to solve the acute problem that is going on so that your body can resume its normal function, Okay. Um, and yes, I agree that is abuse i I honestly think that any medication that literally keeps you alive, like okay, without an asthma inhaler, you can die without insulin, you can die. I honestly believe that any medication like that should be free, like I don't understand why this is even a debate. I mean, that's just ridiculous, but welcome to modern medicine or modern insurance issues let me rephrase that um in capitalism but by all means take these things do not try to 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 herbal your way out of out of um taking what is necessary to maintain life okay but as far as staying on them long-term and that type of thing, if there's a way, if there's a natural way that you can do this and work with your doctor and not have to take these medications and these extra chemicals, because Western medications are derived from from herbal medicine. Don't, don't get it twisted. They take the herbal medicine, they synthesize it and then they create your pills. Okay. So pretty much every Western medication, every pharmaceutical is derived from some synthetic version of some herb out there somewhere okay so if there's a way you can change diet exercise add herbs vitamins minerals whatever is needed for your body to regulate and continue to maintain itself then of course do that um but you have to find the balance and to me in my opinion the balance lies in being able to work with and do both um, like I tell people all the time, you can't expect to stay healthy if you're eating McDonald's and, you know, Wendy's and that kind of thing every single day. If you're eating junk food all the time and you're not getting any vitamins, any minerals in your body, um, you're not eating any veggies. Uh, my, You all know Naila, she's been on the show before, was just laughing at me in the kitchen because uh, it's Tuesday. So Taco Tuesday, right? And I was chopping up peppers and onions and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, what are you doing that? Doing that? I said, I'm tossing it in the taco meat. She said, wait, what? I said, yeah, the team won't eat veggies. So he'll only, he'll eat them if they're already cooked in the meat. But if I put them as a topping, he's not going to choose the extra toppings to go on his taco. So I guess cook everything in the ground beef. And he tosses it on there and covers it in cheese and sour cream and goes all about his business. She's like, that's smart sometimes we have to play these games but um it's so that he gets those things in his body um his brother i he grows it at an extremely fast rate as you guys i'm sure have heard me talk about um i buy him vitamins and minerals um and say hey take one of these every day because you while you do eat a lot um I'm not sure your body is getting everything it needs to keep growing at this rate. So here, take these supplements, these vitamins, these minerals and that type of thing to make sure that your body has everything it needs to continue to grow healthy. And that's what we have to do. You, if you're gonna, um, my brother does a whole, he doesn't cook. So he does a whole lot of the fast stuff, not necessarily fast food, but, things that he can cook quickly that don't require a lot of preparation and that type of thing. And so it's important for him to take the vitamins and the minerals and supplements, which he does um, to make sure your body has all the building blocks that it needs in order to heal. Okay. In order for your body to heal, in order for your body to repair itself, everything that it needs to repair those cells has to be readily available in the correct amounts that the cells need in order to heal. If you don't have them there or you don't have them in the right quantity, your body cannot heal itself. And therefore it it may try, but it's going to be an incomplete um, function, All right, Things are not going to heal correctly. And this is where we get a lot of, um, where they start talking about cells regenerating improperly um, and basically cancer, right? Uh, when cells stop, duplicating the way they're supposed to and start doing their own thing um and so that's where we get a lot of that kind of stuff from is because the body didn't have what it needed in order to continue to recreate itself properly okay i am honestly a firm believer yes we age um and yes our cells get older and they don't um, work the same repair the same things get lost in translation for me duplicated over and over again but I'm a firm believer that if we if that probably the key to extending life or um, immortality and that type of thing is making sure the body has everything it needs at all times um, I actually um, wrote a paper about this uh, in college where the body literally continues to regenerate, regenerate, regenerate. The cells just kind of um, start to morph over time. And if we could figure out a way to keep that from happening, we probably could figure out the key to life. Um, I did not decide to pursue science in that, in that manner um, because spending all day in a lab did not sound like a good time to me. Still doesn't. I really need outside. But... Um, But hopefully one day someone will figure that out. Maybe someone will take that paper because of course, you know, any paper you write in college becomes public domain. Um, That's how they make sure no one else plagiarizes those papers. Uh, So hopefully someone will take that paper at some point and maybe do something with it. Who knows? Um, But you have to be okay with combining these. If you are stuck on, nope, I'm only going to do it the herbal way, the natural way, blah, 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 blah. You may be setting yourself up for something later. If you're the type of person who is only going to do Western medicine, um, they make a pill for that. They'll fix it. It'll fix itself. Then you are also probably setting yourself up for failure. There's a healthy balance, healthy combination of the two. Um, my aunt was big on that. She was like, I'm not doing that. They make pills to fix that. I'm going to eat what I want and do what I want and drink what I want. and I'm going to be happy. And in the end, um, she suffered there for a while because she did not take great care of herself. Um, and that mentality can only take you so far before you're out of options. Okay. So do yourself a favor and, um, Make sure you're combining these correctly. Make sure you are going to your primary care physician every year, at least every two years. Make sure when you go, they're doing full blood panels to make sure everything is okay. Make sure you are looking at the difference in those numbers from one year to the next. Because while it still may be in an acceptable normal range, that does not mean it hasn't changed drastically from what it was because normal can be is a range. So if you were at the lower end of that range and then all of a sudden you're at the higher end of that range, something has happened in that year or two years. Um, And that's an indicator of something you need to be looking out for. You need to be checking. You need to be working on. You might need to talk to your doctor about or talk to an herbalist about or if you're lucky, talk to the one about the both. So. Use those systems for to help to aid you in that, um, I don't think, as long as you have the ability to, um, the the ability to get the test and all that thing done, what does it hurt? Um, For your normal panels and everything in your normal wellness check, um, most people who have insurance, that is a free visit, costs you absolutely nothing out of pocket. Um, Some may have a copay. So take advantage of it. You have that have that information at your fingertips because knowledge is wealth, right? All right, y'all, we have to take a quick break. We will be right back. You're listening to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm Amanda. And tonight we have been um, talking about um, herbal medicine versus Western medicine, the pros and cons to both, what they really are, um, using herbs outside of your area, you know, different things. Um, so, real quick, this segment is brought to you by Brandy's Hair Braiding Lounge. Check her out for all of her styles. I cannot wait to see what she has planned for me. Apparently, there's a photo shoot involved, so this should be interesting. Pictures to come once it's done, right? Um, once we can. Schedule each other in because God, I hate being so busy, but that's life. Um, and we have a new sponsor, uh, kinkcrate.com. Uh, it is a monthly, uh, crate that comes to you with kind of a surprise, um, in it, and so you get to unbox it and have fun by yourself, with your partner, um, whatever, you know, is for you. If you use the link there, kinkcrate.com backslash ref, backslash 32, um, backslash you can um, sign up under my site and everything comes delivered to your door very discreetly. They're not gonna like completely out you to your neighbors. So we know how important those kind of things are. So check them out really quickly. Um, So how do you decide um, what's best, right? Is this something I treat at home? Is this something I go to the doctor for? Is this something I go to the ER for or urgent care for? Is this something um, that I can go to an herbalist for, right? All right, so if it's something small, of course, you know, if it requires a Band-Aid or it's a small cut or something like that, that's fine. If... We always use the, you don't know, if the cut does not, if you cut yourself or something like that um, and it's um, longer than an inch, deeper than a fourth, go to the doctor, you need stitches, okay? Um, if you get stung or bit by something and it might get worse over a couple of hours, but after that, it's just start to get better. If it keeps progressively getting worse, progressively spreading bigger and bigger, go to The doctor. Okay, go to your primary care physician. Um, If you can't go to your primary care physician, of course, urgent care is always your next best because it's going to be the um, it's going to be cheaper than the ER, of course, but a little bit more expensive than your primary care physician. Um, If if it's an emergency, you have broken something, and you're bleeding profusely, pain, you know, severe pain, chest pain, severe headache that just will not go away, something like that. Of course. Go to the ER, please. Go to the ER. Do not stop. Do not pass. Go. Not. Um, do not collect two hundred dollars. All that. Go straight to the ER. Um, if it's something that you just noticed, um, maybe your appetite's a little bit off, or you have a diagnosis and you are working with a physician, um, for the problem, but you want to take an herbal approach. Let your physician know that. Okay. And then let the herbalist know that. The herbalist needs to know what pharmaceuticals you are taking. Because again, they're derived from herbs. So they can't give they don't want to give you an herb that you're already taking a pharmaceutical for that's going to like compound um, the effect. Also let your doctor know what herbs and vitamins and minerals you are taking. You'll see it a lot. There are some things you can't, take with certain vitamins and minerals. You see it all the time on medications where it's like, don't drink grapefruit juice or don't drink orange juice or don't do this or don't do that. And there's reasons for that. It can make the medication not work. It can make the medication work more than it's supposed to. There are all kinds of consequences and repercussions of not letting your doctor and know what you're taking herbally and what you're let your herbalist know. Not letting your herbalist know what your doctor has given you. Always keep a list of everything you are taking. Um, Whenever you go see a medical professional, whether they are an MD or an ND, make sure you have a list so that you can have this conversation with them. Um, Don't get there and say, oh, well, they gave me a prescription for this, but I don't remember what exactly it was, but I take it. Don't do that. They don't need to guess. They need to know for your sake. They need to know. Um, and there are some people, who, um, herbalists, that if you're taking medication and you can't remember what it is, they will make you come back once you have the stuff because they don't want to be responsible for anything happening because they gave you something on top of something that they didn't know you were taking. Okay. So um, if if the we all say under five, over 60, You know, take even more precautions. Um, You want to get those people to the doctor quicker, okay? Because it doesn't take long for things to turn, you know, from bad to worse. um, Unfortunately, when you get to different ages. So make sure, you know, if someone's running like a really high fever or something like that, yeah, you want to get that checked out. Now, here's the unfortunate thing. We are still in the middle of a pandemic, so if you are running a fever, if you are coughing your head off, if you're doing any of these things, nine times out of 10, they are not going to see you. The ER will see you. But the urgent care will probably not see you. Um, and your doctor's office will probably want to do a phone visit. And that's just the, the way of the land right now, right? So I'll call first. Um, unfortunately, uh, I have a couple of friends that are nurses. And the ERs right now um, are in the COVID wards are again, getting packed with people. Um, And some of them are getting um, full very fast, depending on what area you're in. So there's going to be, more and more of those precautions being out there as far as you know, doctor's office is not wanting you to come in if you're running a fever um, or those types of things. But don't let that deter you. Go ahead and take the phone visit. Take the video visit. Take whatever it is. Um, let them know what's going on. If they say go to the ER, then fine, go to the ER. Um, and then, may, and, and yeah, maybe it's not that. But at the ER, they are trained to figure out what is going on Handle that acute problem and then refer you to who you need to go to, whether that is your doctor or a specialist um, or whatever. So let them be the judge of that. Um, I know a lot of people like, well, I don't have insurance. I can't afford that. That's going to leave me with this giant hospital bill, so on and so forth. Um, If you don't have insurance and you don't make a lot of money. Hospitals have something called indigent care. Okay. It's a fund. It's where that money goes that all those rich donors give. Okay. When they're not building new wards and that type of thing, this is where that money goes. And that money is there specifically to cover um, care for people who cannot afford it. So people who are, um, have no insurance or very, very low income, the homeless, um, any of those types of things there is money there so go ahead and go it's better than what could possibly be the alternative okay and when the bill comes in contact the billing department and let them know they'll probably ask you for check stubs or whatever the case may be to verify that you are low income or without work or whatever the case may be and at that time they will tell you like they're going to cover the bill. They're going to toss out the bill. They're going to, you only have to pay a certain percentage of the bill, um, installments on the bill. There are so many different options, and I know people don't really know about this. Uh, a lot of it I wouldn't know if, except for the fact that I'm a public health major, and this was our job to know this, um, to give this information to um, to people. So that there is funds out there there is help out there so if you are really severely sick and they are saying go to the er go to the er okay um and i cannot stress that enough go to the er and work out the rest later okay um unfortunately Right now, as everything is going, um, things will probably get worse again before they get better. Uh, My children have been in school one week and one day, and both schools have already sent home notices that people have um, tested positive for COVID and that they are keeping a watch And uh, if our children show any symptoms, please keep them home. And if they show any symptoms at school, they will be sent home. So fun times. Um, And occasionally schools have been known, um, the ones that were open last year, would send kids home for, you know, shut down for a week or so to be clean, that type of thing. So we don't know where this is going and what's going to happen. Um, But. I was talking to someone earlier today who was complaining about the same thing. His daughter was sent home today because she was running a fever and she was coughing and a couple of kids had already gotten sent home with COVID um, or had already tested positive for COVID. And so they're keeping an eye on all the other kids. And he's like, I don't know if she's actually sick or whether she's sympathetically sick Um And just the idea that someone else has it is making her react this way. I said, I don't know either one's possible, but he was going to take her and get her tested and so on and so forth. Um, And so we were kind of laughing and joking. And I was saying, you know, clearly a lot of people had missed science class and did not know how viruses and bacteria and things like that mutated uh, that, They never played the game where you you put the kids' hands in flour, and then they go around touching about their regular day, and you see where all the flour is later, that type of thing. Um, But I said, if teachers really wanted to teach kids about viruses and germs and that type of thing, um, and how things like this work, and how vaccine distribution and all that kind of work, they should let the kids play Plague Inc. And he asked me what that was. And so Plague Inc is a game that I found when I was in college. and it, your whole goal is to kill off the whole world. And you do this by using protozoa, bacteria, viruses, fungi, whatever the case may be. And you change them and make them mutate and be able to travel in different ways um, and spread faster. And the whole goal is to spread whatever it is faster than the World Health Organization and all of the different countries, health organizations can create cures for it. Um, and so you win if you can kill off the whole population of the world to um, basically nothing before they can cure it and get it distributed. Distributed, And so I honestly think if you haven't played it now it would be a great time to play it. Uh, but some of the factors that help these things work faster is lack of medical care, lack of belief in the healthcare system, um not following through on your medications or um not taking whatever or you know all these types of things. So, now might be a good time to to check that out because it kind of the game kind of tells you okay, well, now's a great time for like going to the doctor and what they notice and that type of thing versus going to this person or whatever. So, yes. There's a um a time and a place for herbal medicine. There's a time and a place for Western medicine. Um, There's a meme that goes around about uh, going to the doctor for, um, what was it? Something would help with a cough, but it won't help um, polio or something like that. So basically, for everyone saying that you know, there's a natural cure out there. Keep in mind that these Western medications and these Western cures, they took some kind of natural something and made some kind of hybrid, made some kind of um, synthetic version of it or whatever in order to make these medications, in order to do this. And yes, when I got sick um, with the whole COVID thing, I totally took the herbal approach. Um, And when I figured out that was not working and that something was wrong, I went to my doctor. Now this was before the official thing. So all they could say was, okay, this is not pneumonia again. This is not the flu. This is some type of serious respiratory illness, but we don't know what's going on. However, we suggest we're going to put you on steroids. We're going to put you on a nebulizer. We're going to give you an inhaler. Um, take, you know, these fever reducers. If anything else gets any worse, go to the ER. Now, lucky for me, it didn't get worse. I, I did everything. And that in, com- in combination with my herbal medications helped me. My significant other at the time, however, did not want to take the herbal medications and did not go um to the doctor for anything and as a result wound up in the hospital with blood clots um and as everyone knows blood clots are the um are part of the end result side effects whatever of having covid and again all it it was two or three weeks later when they came out with officially diagnosing covid Um, and the doctor, his doctor was able to, well, he's at the VA, so they were able to put things together faster to figure things out. Um, but by then, you know, damage is done. So I'm a firm believer that taking the herbs in combination with the Western medicine helped me. Okay. Um, and if I was to go right now today and test positive for COVID, I would Asked for the exact same uh, things they gave me the first time. And I would continue with my herbal medication and my teas um, and continue on that path. But I truly believe that it was the combination of Western and urban herbal medicine that made sure that I didn't have any lasting, lasting results. I do have um, one long-lasting side effect that they're now after talking to a bunch of people who've had it um we've kind of figured and there was someone else there was article figured out that this is a symptom a long-term uh result of having covid um that doesn't seem to get better unfortunately even after the vaccine because for some people some of the symptoms got better after they got the vaccine but this is one that does not seem to get better but it could have been worse right it could have could have been the blood clots and that type of thing, um, which lands you on blood thinners for the rest of your life and that type of thing. Um, so I was lucky enough to come through, I'll say minimally unscathed. I'm going actually to, to a doctor um, to see if there's anything they can do about this particular um, situation since the vaccination did not make it any better. And it's not, um, it's been worse since that and, um, has not gotten any better. So see if there's anything they can do about that. But in the grand scheme of things, could it have been worse? Yes, considering everything else I've heard from other people who've had it. Um, And yeah, I I would definitely make sure I combine these two um, things together. I know they say East is East and West is West and never the tweens shall meet. I don't believe that. I honestly think that there's a place for hybrid care between uh, Western and herbal medicine. Um, And that if more people took advantage of that uh, and tried to um, see both sides and be logical and reasonable about what to use, when to use and how to use it, that um, we would have a lot less... um, a, a cheaper i don't want to say I a mean, less expensive healthcare system let's put it that way um and more people that were well and not just existing all right everyone so um as you guys know i redid the website so or got and got it back up so it is now whatupwitchesradio.com check me out all of those um uh, sponsors that I listed are all there. You can click on the links there and they'll take you right where you need to go. Um, we are in August, so September will be our next holiday, Mab, and we will talk about that later on. Uh, we will see you next week on t- Tuesday, 8 o'clock. Uh, it has been great talking to you as usual. If you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me. And I will see you next Tuesday at 8. Thank you for listening to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I on you <laughs> Because <you're mine. laughs> You better stop the things you do.